What's up, Brewskis? My name is Marco Dupa, and with me, as always, it's the great and powerful, it's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskis? Tonight's brew is from Sideward Brewing. Featured heavily on this show. It's true. And that's for one reason and one reason only. It's because they make good beer. I thought you were going to say we want a sponsorship. No, 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 no. That ship has sailed. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. They've already made it clear. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Obviously. I'm yeah. Kidding. yeah. It is the uh, Ghost Pig. Ghost Pig. 10 degree Czech lager. And Obi's going to have a little bit more about that after the break. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's on tap for tonight? Uh, if you guys aren't from around these parts, you might not know it. But we survived another hurricane. <laughs> I think I think most people in the U.S. know about this one, actually. Why? Why do you say that? This was really big. It's a Cat Four. Was it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously. Obviously, it was. We, we barely we, made yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> we battened down the hatches, and yeah. here we are, ready to record another yeah. episode for you guys. Consummate professionals. Uh, what else do we got going on? Uh, we have a trailer. 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 Trash. Trash. Uh, from Maybe. none other than David Fincher. The man. The Finchy man. Um, yeah, he has a movie with uh, Michael Fassbender coming out. Actually coming out on Netflix, surprisingly. Um, yeah. But uh, Fincher's worked with Netflix in the past. And we have the first teaser trailer for The Killer. I'm surprised he would even do anything with them after they canceled Mindhunter. I know. I wouldn't. We're going to talk about that. Mindhunter's good. so good. So good. And last but not least... You've probably already seen the uh, ginger folk singer mm-hmm. who's taken the world by storm with his Richmond North of, of Richmond. Richmond. That's mm-hmm. some clever alliteration, Ooh. if I've ever seen any. And uh, you've probably already seen all the responses. And he has found himself at the epitome of, of this whole... Uh, Social media storm and, yeah, and, and yeah. how these things go. Commentary cycle. Which yeah. is an appearance on the Joe Rogan of course. experience. Of course. So we're going to talk about that a little bit and, uh, you know, see where else we can go from there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Why not? So let's uh, let's just get this baby ripping and rolling. Let's do it. This is episode 403 of the One Beer In podcast. I'm sorry, is this glassware okay for you or? Actually... <laughs> you want to be technical about it. That's pretty clear. Cheers it. Oh no. <laughs> I spilled on me. What have you done? Oh, I can't believe you've done this. Alright, y'all. This is the One Beer and Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew, and we see where that one brew takes us. Uh let's just get uh ripping and rolling, like I said, right on into the show. Mm-hmm. Should we start with 
a little bit more about the beer? We should. All right. I was getting worried there for a second. Tell the people what we're <laughs> drinking tonight. Uh, this is the Ghost Pig from Cyward Brewing. Comes in at, at comes in, excuse me, at a four point four percent ABV. <clears throat> it's a Czech pale lager. Uh, technically a ten degree Czech lager. Um, pretty recent release, and there is no cold read, as we unfortunately always get yeah. with Sideward Brewing. Mm. But I do have some notes from beeradvocate.com. It goes as follows. 10-degree Czech pale lager. Named after a family pup, Stella. Some of you may have even met her here on the patio. Ghost Pig is named after a dog that's from around here? I guess. That is a dog on the front. So Yeah. I was, I was you know, curious about that because I assumed it would have a pig, but it does not. Mm. Interesting. So Stella, cool. Stella the dog apparently inspired Stella the ghost dog. pig. Yeah. Be curious about the degrees. Um, not I know what it means. Not at all. Couldn't care less. <laughs> You're a son of a bitch. <laughs> Go ahead, please <laughs> explain to me, beer guru, <coughs> beer boy, beer man. I actually don't know what it means. I just wanted to. Say. Okay. I know. I know. I sort of know what it means. I'm gonna call Steve. Somebody's gonna correct me about this. Mm-hmm. But as far as I know, the degrees are a unit of measurement um, of, like, the sugar displacement. And basically, it denotes it denotes the ABV because the ABV is, like, you know, the, the sugar content that gets, yeah. you know, fermented and whatnot mm-hmm. gets you to that. So 10 degrees usually is around 4%. 12 degrees, I think, is around, like, 5.5%. And then, like, 16 degrees will get you, like, 6%. Interesting. So, there you go. Higher degree, usually higher ABV. A higher displacement of sugar or fructose, mm. which would obviously get you more alcohol right. or volume. So, there you go. I think. Okay. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Write in if you want quote to correct him. Quote me, though. Okay. All right. So, let's watch a trailer. You want to jump right <laughs> into the trailer? Yeah. Okay. Wait, that's what we said first, right? No? I think we said that second. What did I say first? Oh, hurricane. Well, let's talk about the hurricane. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. You guys, if you're not from around here, you don't you don't really I mean, I guess I should say if you're not in the south, you don't really uh you don't really understand. But I'm 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 happy when, you know, it, it's nice you, you guys other parts of the country you show concern. You're like, I hope everything goes well. Yeah. My aunt from New York texted, making sure that we made it okay. Yeah. You guys batten down the hatches mm-hmm. and uh, make sure you're safe. These, uh, was it Category 4 when it made landfall? I think so. Just before landfall. I mean, I didn't even, I didn't even wake up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, you know, we got lucky on this one because... This one could have veered closer to us, more eastward, but fortunately for us, at least, it, it just hit right in that, the Big Bend area of Florida, as they call it, yeah. right, right there in the Gulf. Um, so it's apparently one of the strongest to hit, like, the Gulf Coast area of Florida. Really? Yeah. So. Mm. Well, uh, I mean, for, for whoever got, I haven't seen any, I haven't seen any stories about anybody um, losing their homes or anything like that. Or any, yeah. any, any, there was definitely flooding, for sure, but it seemed like... People were pretty prepared. Yeah, this time around. Oh yeah, they were definitely prepared because you know the pandemic broke people's brains. Dog. <laughs> it just broke some people. 
Cause we we went to the store to grab like just little stuff, like not even we weren't even like panic buying anything. We we're just, I was just there to get just regular Food. groceries. Yeah, water gone. Yeah, toilet paper almost gone. Hand sanitizer almost gone. Like yeah. weird stuff that you I, sure you, guys. I went to go get gas like two days before. Uh, just, I mean, mostly because I just needed gas. Yeah, and I had to wait in line. It's like mm, people wow. they just they just freak out now. Yeah. It's like we used to know how to do this. We used to be a proper country. We <laughs> and, and like we live in a society. It just it, the the I really think it's the pandemic. It broke a lot of people's brains. They just don't know how to do things anymore. I think we all after I think we are, we are all living with some some sense of PTSD, and we catastrophize anything that could possibly be. A catastrophe, mm-hmm. even if it's you know, chances are going to be all right. Yeah. So I think that's where the panic comes from. Is people are like, not again, not this time. I'm going to have toilet paper this time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's yeah. why. I mean, genuinely, there are pros and cons to that way of thinking because it's good that people were, prepared, you know, I think generally more prepared this time than they were, let's say, even last year for that last hurricane because you know we got hit even worse last time. Yeah. Um, but. On the other hand, it does cause a lot of stress that's unneeded. Yeah. You know, but it's almost like a meme, though, because a lot of us Floridians who've, who've lived here a long time um, don't tend to panic about these kind of things. No. You just prepare a little and you're fine. Hurricanes are a joke until they're above a cat four. Oh, well, like yeah. when they're a cat four and above, rather, I should, I should mm-hmm. say, that's when people start to take them seriously. And even then, it has to be like, all right, how... Is it slow? Is right. it just going to sit over us, yeah. or is it just moving across? Because even right. if it's a cat four, it's like all right, but it's it's moving so fast that like we, we still won't really feel the bite. We'll get a couple of big squalls, and then you know, as long as all your stuff is inside from the patio, and you know, maybe you have some lumber over your windows, you're okay. Yeah, you'll be fine. And I don't mean to minimize hurricanes or the impact that they have. Oh yeah, if, if you especially in Florida, if you're in a place that floods a lot, they suck. Yeah, awful. Yeah. So I'm not, you know, and we've all seen the devastation that big storms can have. Yeah. Not saying, not minimizing the danger or uh, the significance or the uh, importance. Yeah. I am saying that if you've lived here long enough, you know what to expect usually. And it's like, for some reason, the pandemic is not, for some reason, the (laughs) pandemic is the reason. Yeah. People are acting like they don't know. What's good anymore? Well, and there's, you know, I think a big factor in Florida, too, is that so many northerners have moved down here, and yeah. especially during the pandemic. Lot, you know what? Somebody else said that same exact. That's, yeah. yeah. That's, so I think a lot of people, this was their first rodeo, and they panic bought everything and yeah. over-prepared and yeah. over-panicked. And, uh, you know, I'm sure they felt good <laughs> that they didn't have to use all the stuff, but... Um, yeah, well, good luck with your garage full of TP and, and, uh, and bottles of water that sure. you're never going to drink. Oh, we'll just save them for the next hurricane. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what is, this kind of shows my priorities because I, um, I only I asked Sherry to get me some batteries because we have uh, actually what I bought for uh, Bonnaroo back in the day, mm. the personal little fans. Yeah. That's the number one thing yeah, for me. It's like, yeah. it just gets so hot without air conditioning. Straight up. And that's that's the main thing I dread whenever a hurricane comes around. It's yeah. like, how long are we going to lose power? Right. Because I don't want to have to deal with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. How long am I going to be too warm? <sighs> <laughs> it is It is incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's definitely... Because once the storm passes, 
and you're like wondering, all right, how long is it going to take for them to, to fix the power and everything? Yeah, you know, the food is the food thing kind of sucks and blah, 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 blah. But it really is like, how long do I have to just sit here and be uncomfortable? Sure. This, it's just, it's brutal. It's awful. It's brutal. Because hurricane season, the hurricane season was over. It's during the worst time it could really, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, have a hurricane in the fall. Sure. And then we could just sit out on our balconies and patios and stuff and be like, ah, it's fine. I would love, like, a, a January, February hurricane. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, it passes, and then you can just chill. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Not not right now. Yeah. Not right now. It's just, it's, it's. Well, it's historically hot. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Which, historic. you know, is why we have these hurricanes. There was a, a Cat 4 on the opposite coast as well. Yeah. That was causing a lot of big waves and rip currents and stuff Sick. on, like, the, the the other side of the coast. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. We were, like, sandwiched in between two giant washer dryers yeah. in the ocean. That's cool stuff. Yeah. You know. Awesome. Super cool. Yeah. Super, super cool. Six, six, six. As Florida just careens into the Atlantic. Yeah, no, it's slowly just going to drop and just drip. Yeah. Drip yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what's happening out here. Uh, to anybody who is experiencing the hurricane in a, in a harsher way than, than we did, you know, sure. Hope for your safety and make yes. sure, yes. you know, everybody's doing well and you, and you, and you, keep your head down and you stay safe and all mm-hmm. that jazz yeah you know so there you go okay what was it called what was this hurricane uh what was it it Italia. 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 yeah how did we get to Adalia? there was frankie there was tropical storm frankie yeah and then we just skipped gh or did we or did we not even hear about g and h probably not <sighs> oh maybe they were somewhere else like mm. the other other side of the world, yeah. Typhoons, as they call them over there, right? Yeah. But they don't get names, do they? I do think they, they they name their they name the typhoons. I think so. Why not? Typhoon Frankie. Yeah. That's <laughs> your dog. Yeah. yeah. He is a typhoon. Yes. Oh no, I just didn't know. They don't name hurricanes. Do they name hurricanes? What? I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, tornadoes. <laughs> tornadoes. What are we talking about, man? Tornadoes. They don't name. No, tornadoes. you don't name a tornado. They they come too fast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't say that about them. They Sorry. Be in the room. <laughs> <laughs> They're perfectly fine the way they are. Um, but yeah, no. You, it happens to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, it's never. This never happens. It's 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 fine. But you know what? Tornadoes are super strong. So. Right. You know they make up for it in. They make strength. up for their how fast they come. Yeah. With their strength. Right. And really, I mean, that's what it's about. It's you know. It's about strength. Yeah. It's about, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Middle America knows what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the length of the trip, but the motion of the ocean. <sighs> right. Right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what they say. Yeah. That's a metaphor. Uh-huh. All right. <clears throat> We're done here. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but I do want to talk about this new David Fincher movie. Okay. Because uh, I'm really excited about this. Actually, tremendously excited about it. Yeah. Really I, excited about these, like, uh, um, you know, critically acclaimed AAA directors going, yeah, I'll do a movie on a streaming service. And they've been coming out the woodwork, too, recently. So I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. It, it's going to be a good year 
for movies this year going into next year. It'll be a good year. Now that Dune 2 has been delayed. Yeah. It's um, too bad. But now the Marvels get to take all the IMAX theaters. That's so good. Isn't that great? I'm so happy about that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. So without further ado, it's time for Trailer Trash. Trailer Trash. The Killer. The official teaser trailer. Here we go. Hell yeah, Fassbender. Time, uh, has Fincher ever done an action movie, like a straight up action movie? I don't think so. We gotta pull up his uh, filmography. Yeah. See what we're working with. I mean, pace. It had the David Fincher pace. Was yes. The that I couldn't think of. Yes, yes, yes. For sure. It looks sick. Yeah, it, it really does. I mean, it, it it's funny that there's this motif of the, uh, the heart rate, because I feel like that trailer is meant to raise your heart rate just with the the bpms of the music going and the quick cuts and yeah all that stuff i think like the first time i saw it i was kind of like <gasps> i forgot to breathe <laughs> oh, okay all right um okay let me pull up fincher's uh <clears throat> filmography good to see fassbender back in something too yeah he is excellent love fassbender fassbender uh michael fassbender Oh, did you write that? I did. That's cool. Incorrectly, though. <laughs> Fincher filmography. You know, they, they quietly keep coming out with these iPads, and I, I've never owned an iPad my whole life. Yeah, same. This is Sherry's. Thank you, Sherry. Um, you know, I think the closest he ever got to an action movie directing was probably Fight Club. Yeah. Um. Because everything else is basically a well, Alien Three. Eh, I mean, I, sort of. It's not really an action movie, though. It's yeah, more of like a sci-fi horror, sci-fi thriller. Thriller, yeah. I mean, just, that's most of his films, though, are, are thrillers. So that's kind of his bread and butter. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Alien Three sucks. It does. <laughs> I mean, he never talks about it for a reason. So. He knows. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. He definitely knows. knows. He definitely knows. Yeah, so he had Alien 3, 7, The Game, Fight Club, Panic Room, Zodiac, Curious Case of Benjamin Button, uh, Social Network, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, 
Gone Girl, Mank, and The Killer. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, he exclusively pretty much does thrillers. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So then this is a this is a nice cool and drama foray into a more actiony, action heavy. Potentially, know, though, but, I, don't, I don't know if it is. Right. So that's the thing. If it is closer to like just a spy thriller, or or I guess he's an assassin in this yeah. movie. Um, that actually would be more dope. Than I think doing that's just a traditional. I mean, it's a fiction. Yeah. It has to be. I get the feeling that's what he's going for. It seems like a very taut, like, uh, character study of this killer. It seems like a very, like, I don't know, like a 60s Japanese or French noir film. Yeah. You know, where it's like, there's not much action in it, but it's all very tight. Yeah. And it's about, like, the drama. Shut Did up. Did you just laugh at tight? <laughs> <laughs> This guy talking about hurricanes coming fast. Now you're talking about tight. Hey, man, the hurricanes take their time. It's the tornadoes who come fast. Excuse me. Tornadoes deserve names. And they all deserve respect. Yeah, that's why they don't get names. I know. Because they come too fast. You're not here nearly long enough. Yeah, why would we name you? It's true. You, you, know, you know, why would we get to know you? It's a life lesson, really. You got to stick around for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want people to remember your name or even give you a name. Yeah. Maybe you should stick around a little bit. Yeah. Let them trust you a little more. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Don't use all your power at once. Yeah. Even it's a though marathon. you are powerful. Right. It's a marathon. It's not a, yeah. not a sprint. So it's a lesson that should be learned. Yeah. This David Fincher movie. Yeah. Let's just say it. Let's just call it what it is. Not trash. Not trash. Not trash at all. It's a teaser, though. So that's the thing. When is this supposed to come out? Um, That is a great question. It. <laughs> Is set to release. Um, well, September third in Venice. Oh. So. Okay. Um, October twenty seventh in the U.S. Oh. And then November tenth on Netflix. So it's gonna have a release in theaters first. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Mm. All right. Yeah. Cool. Sure. All right. Fine. Why does Venice get it so early? It's the film festival. They still doing that? Yeah. With the strike. Well, they, they, I think they... They're hoping that it's going to be over by then? Probably. That's September 3rd. That's in a couple of days. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. I haven't kept up on, like, the film festivals, what they're doing. Yeah. Um, Did you see that... They may show it to, like, an empty room. All of the... Yeah, right? Yeah. Ugh, how weird would that be? Or, like, just fans. Yeah. Let fans come in. And then they pipe in a standing ovation, a <laughs> yeah. 10-minute standing ovation. <laughs> no, they, they use... Uh, uh, AI to create the cast yeah. on, the, on the front stage. Yeah. Just have that they own in, in, in perpetuity. Digital did you, fast bender. Did you see that the all of the late night hosts are doing a podcast while the... I did see that, yeah. And I don't know if you looked... if you. But if, they're doing it like together? Is that the deal? Or? Yeah, they're doing... Yeah, it's all of them and they're on like a Zoom call. Ugh. They're on like a Zoom call, like it's like it, like the pandemic or something. Yuck! Like you guys can get in Some, a room together. Somebody didn't want to go either f- to New York or to LA. Yeah, they're like, like mm. oh, we just get on a Zoom call. I mean, what a what could they possibly talk about? I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Like talk about themselves. Talk about themselves. They can't talk about. They can't gossip. Right? They can't talk about any kind of projects. celebrity news. Yeah. They can't talk about any projects, right? So they can't talk about anything. I mean, they could probably talk about, like, the individuals, like the people, but they can't talk about their projects. 
But but what I'm saying is because they all are still late night talk show hosts. Yeah. If they want to continue booking guests, yeah. it's not like they can be on the show going like, you remember back when fucking you know, uh, I don't know, spacing on a <laughs> just a B level celebrity that I can think of. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, Chris Jenner came on the show. Okay. And, you know, backstage she slipped on a banana peel or something. Like they mm-hmm. can't talk about that kind of shit because they're still working hosts they're not post-career hosts doing a podcast about like right. like a like the guys like everybody's doing these post sitcom or post tv show podcasts now. yeah yeah and like the always sunny one where they can talk about the behind the scenes episodes but that's they're the they're the brains behind that show so and they're they still they're still doing the show too so right but they can talk about Oh, it was funny because we flubbed this line, and the reason that that is what you see yeah. is because of blah, 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 Or the reason why this joke is so off-color nowadays is because we thought it would work this way, and it didn't. Yeah, but what could what possibly could Fallon, Kimmel, Seth Meyers... Well, we know Fallon's just going to sit there and laugh. He's just going to giggle the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Jimmy. Oh, God. Jimmy. Just, a, just one of those Yuck things. Yuck it up. Like, yeah, it's just one of those... And, you know, it's nice because the proceeds are going to their uh, striking writers. Yeah. It's like, you know what? How about you just pay them? <laughs> sure. You just pay them. Yeah. Yeah. How many be writers nice. do you think are on staff at a at one of these <clears throat> Excuse me. One of these shows, like Tonight Show or... I mean, probably a dozen. Yeah. It can't be that many, right? It's probably, I mean, probably it's, about that much. Jokes right? aren't good enough for there to be any more than that. <laughs> well, you figure you need enough... That you're covered every single day. Yeah. So there has to be a pretty big writer's room. Yeah. 12 is a good amount of people on staff just to be in the writing room. So let's just say. Let's say 6 to 12. Let's say 15 just to be, just to, you know, go above board a little bit. Sure. 15 writers. These guys make million dollar contracts. Or mm-hmm. they sign million dollar contracts. Yeah. You know what? I'm not even going to do this. Okay. This is going to go down the road of like, you know, how much money they make, how much money these guys make. Well, pay the writers. Yeah. And especially you're talking about a living wage in major cities. It's not like these people are, you know, living in Oklahoma. You know, they, they have to live in New yeah. York City or L.A. Yeah. Most times. Cost of living is skyrocketed. And I'm sure some people are going to be like, well, you shouldn't live there then. You should, you know, they're. Their entire showbiz career is in these anchors of cities, unfortunately. Yeah. So I, I hate you know. when, when people take that route of it. I, oh, well, then just don't do that thing. Like, oh, okay, right. cool. Just right, don't right. live the life that I want to live. <laughs> sure. Don't follow my American dream. I, I don't get to okay. complain because because this thing sucks. This right. one, this thing about the thing sucks. Yeah. Even though I'm living out my dream, this thing sucks because that thing's perfect. And it's like, sure. well, then just don't live out your dream. Yeah. Just go back home. Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. You can be a construction worker. Yeah, like me. You can yeah. be a construction work worker with like your me. hands. You can be miserable with your like mitts. me. Yeah. You can work sixty hour, <laughs> sixty hour weeks. Go go home to an empty home and complain on the internet about yeah. celebrities. Yeah. Like, and Hollywood. Nobody wants to be miserable like you, brother. Yeah. Well, brother. you know, you work with what you got. Let me tell you something, brother. I can't stand celebrities. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I've actually, it's it's funny to talk about that the 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 strike, the writer strike, because I've seen it even hit to like smaller, 
quote celebrities, like even internet people. Like there are some channels I watch that cover movies that can't cover movies anymore. Yeah. Um, at least, you know, major movies. Um, I think some of them have aspirations to be bigger than just YouTube. Sure. Oh, oh, of course. Why, why not? You know, why yeah. not? Why not shoot for the stars? But yeah, it's just funny to see it affect even like commentary because I mean, props to them because they want to stay above board. Yeah. And, and so they've talked to like representatives to make sure that they're covered in talking about whatever they're talking about. Yeah. Um, for the rest of the year or whatnot. But it's just, it's strange how far this is kind of all the, where the, all the tendrils are going mm. on this thing. The you, entertainment you don't realize. aspect of, of a strike like this is really interesting. Cause like if, if Starbucks <sighs> strikes, then it's easy to know how to not scab, yeah. which is don't go there. Sure. You know, it's easy. Yeah. Just get my coffee from somewhere else. Yeah. But with this, it's like, what's scabbing? Oh, well, taking a project. All right, I won't do that. Well, doing, well, talking about a project that you did. Promoting a project. Promoting yeah. a project. Yeah. Well, all right, I won't do that. Well, or anything that can really be perceived <clears throat> as promoting a project. A commentary channel talking yeah. about a thing that I did, even though I'm not even involved. Right. No, nah, I don't do that because yeah. that potentially could be scabbing. It's a little, you know. Seems like it's kind of all encompassing. Like just everything shuts down. It's tough, yeah. But that's the purpose of, of of the entire thing is like shut it down, make people uncomfortable, make people lose money. Yeah. Until you know they lose enough money that they're like, okay, we have to do something. Somebody's losing money. I mean, everyone is losing money, which is the problem. Yeah. But the hope is that they can put the pressure on the big wigs who have a lot of money and love that money love that money and are losing thousands a day um that they can put the pressure on them so they can make a decision yeah uh so i mean hasn't happened yet <laughs> unfortunately so you know uh, we're going to be seeing a lot of uh reruns <laughs> yeah the people that complain about the writers and stuff and the and, and the striking and stuff it's just going to be so funny like the longer it goes on the more that they're like oh well you know these writers suck anyway tv sucks anyway and it's like all right man well what else are you gonna watch yeah what are you gonna what what do you what do you watch yeah that's the question that i want to ask people who complain about the writers and hollywood and the elite and all this stuff it's like yeah get them out of there we can get new writers and get better shows it's like all right so you're telling me you just don't watch any movies no tv shows nothing no sir just Joe Rogan. Just Joe Rogan. <laughs> Put it on loop. Speaking of old Joe Rogan. Old Joe Rogan. Old Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. The man. We haven't spoken about old Joe Rogan in a while on this show. It's true. And uh, I don't know. When's the last time? I haven't listened to or watched any of the clips. I just kind of, I'm just like. Yeah. It's not even for Joe Rogan specifically. I haven't, I haven't really watched or listened to a podcast in a really long time. Mm-hmm. I just don't have the. I just haven't had the time. You yeah. Know? I just there's just there's no, no time in the day for me to sit around and just like, put it on in the bar. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be good. People come in and are like, "Are you listening to talk radio?" <laughs> <on> the- <laughs> now I have to rewind it because you fucking or like, can you be quiet for just a second? Everyone, listen. God, they're talking about a murder mystery. <laughs> So yeah, I haven't had I haven't had time not for Joe Rogan specifically, but just for podcasts in general. Yeah, I haven't. I, I mean, I I pretty regularly listen to podcasts, um, just when I'm doing chores or you know 
have nothing else of entertaining value yeah. uh, to do. Or even like, you know, playing a game that I can play on mute that's just like non-story based. What game can you play on mute? You play Tetris on your PS5? <sighs> Sometimes. <laughs> Actually, I, it's funny you say that. I've been going back at, at, and playing my Switch and playing a lot of the, uh, the emulated games, the SNES games. And, oh. uh, actually, I, I've been playing Ocarina of Time all the way through for the first time. Um, so I think you would need the sound for that. Yeah, bad example. But I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, other things like that, like I can play Mario or something or whatever. Yeah. Or Call of Duty sometimes. I just, I just want to... Sure, sure, you know, sure, sure, sure. Just, sure. just get in some kills, and I don't necessarily need to hear the guy sneaking up behind me all the time. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, or it's the guy calling me in the N word. Yeah, no, you don't need that. <laughs> so you definitely don't need that. it's fine. It's fine. I just put on a podcast, uh, but I haven't. I will say I haven't listened to Joe Rogan in a while, and it's not for any political reason. It's because I haven't found many of his guests interesting. Yeah, the MMA stuff, I'm, I'm interested in, but even that, like, you know, I just. It's just not compelling enough. It's to, also a really big investment when it's it like is. a three or four hour long podcast. His, I'm his, like, his episodes oof. have gotten so much longer than yeah. they used to be. And I remember back in the day we used to, I remember me specifically, I'm like, we can we can go for like two hours. Rogan goes for like three or four hours, man. Yeah. Let's go for another hour. It's just, just keep going. People yeah. will listen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to listen to four hours of, of I, it's like I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah. I, the older I get, the more I don't want to be a part of four-hour conversations in general. <laughs> let alone like an like an entertaining one. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. They're I trying to entertain people within in, in four hours. That's sure. crazy. Sure, that's a big ask. Yeah, I mean, at, at that point, and I think that's kind of the the entire crux of of the Joe Rogan experience is that it's just a hangout. It's less of a show. It's just like eh, you know, let's shoot well, the shit. Yeah, I mean that's how he skirts any responsibility. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, that's why it gets messy. Yeah, sometimes. Speaking of messy, uh huh, we're here talking about the Joe Rogan podcast because his latest episode featured the ginger-haired sensation uh, Oliver Anthony, who went viral. If you guys are not aware, which would be crazy <laughs> if you weren't, uh, for a, his hit single "Rich Men." North of Richmond, in which he talks about the the elite rich people mm-hmm. uh, in the United States who are taking advantage of the working man, and uh, also people. he talks about fat people, yeah, and uh, how they shouldn't eat uh, donuts, I guess, <laughs> yeah, while they're on welfare, while on welfare, yeah, because other poor people are dying, I think. Or because the military is sending off guys to die in the war, so fat people can't eat yeah. anymore. I, you know, yeah. the message is a little fuzzy. Yeah. Uh, but that's okay, because recently he 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 was asked about the many references and questions that were proposed on the Republican debate stage. About him, because he had gone viral around the same time that the uh, the debate was happening, <clears throat> and he became a lightning rod for all of these Republican candidates to kind of use as a this guy's got the right idea, and and this is this the, is he's you, being off of Facebook. I just want to say you've missed so many like millennials posting it saying like everyone should listen to this. Oh man, I had one friend. 
who posted it on Instagram, and I was like, "What are you doing? <laughs> you don't even listen to this kind of music." Yeah, you liar. Yeah. So they've been using him to to kind of further their message, which is what they do. Sure. The, you know, all of them. Uh, one of them. The, all uh, of them. The uh, the Indian brother. I for, I, I forgot his name. Uh, he just. I guess he rapped an Eminem song. Yeah. He did. He did multiple times. And uh, <laughs> he did that more than once. And now Eminem is like, stop. Don't do that. Right now. So he sent don't him cease and desist. He's like, I don't want anybody using my shit. Yeah. Vivek, I think is his first name. Mm. You ruined it for everybody. <laughs> so, he, you know, I'll, I'll paraphrase basically, but he's asked about. Vivek Ramaswamy. Nice pronunciation. Thank you. He, although I wouldn't know if you said that incorrectly it's, it's, it, I think it's I think it's Vivek. Okay. I think it's Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah. So, he's asked about the candidates talking about him, referencing him and stuff, and, and he flips this whole game on its head, right? So, he's out here. Past couple of weeks, everybody's like, he's, he's, he gets it, you know, going after the elite, the Hollywood elite, the rich elite. Yeah. He's a working man. All the baby eaters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the and the and the and the child rapists. Uh-huh. On on Epstein's Island. The P words. The P words. Mm-hmm. The pedos. Yeah. He's going after all these guys, right? And he gets it. And then he says, uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm talking about you too. Mm-hmm. You guys are just as much. A part of, or just as much a subject of the song. Y'all's rich too. <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, oh no. Man. Well, I shouldn't say everybody. A lot of right wingers and Republicans were like, oh no, we've lost our golden boy. Yeah. Within minutes of even having our golden boy. Sure. And what I thought was really interesting was the other side of this conversation, which was liberals jumping in and going, oh. Maybe he's on our side, uh-huh. and they just conveniently forgot about their issues with this with this man and with the song. You know, the big thing was the AstroTurf campaign, mm-hmm. which, if you guys aren't familiar with an AstroTurf campaign, it basically means a fake grassroots movement mm-hmm. in the same vein of an industry plant, which is that uh, this guy is not some guy just walking around the forest and then somehow a camera fell into his sure, lap sure. and he filmed himself. He's not this outsider that, you know, just uh, happened to get the right algorithm and, and right. you know, people picked up on it. No, it's a very much calculated campaign. This guy has a decent voice and the rumor is still that he didn't even write the song. Hmm. That there was a the song was presented to him and they were like you can you have the look and you have the voice for this song. Do you want to sing it? And then we will excuse me. We will campaign and we will promote this song and you'll fucking explode. And when we'll get all these guys like Matt Walsh and Tim Pool and all these, you know, dum dums to, to repost it and then it'll explode. And he's like, Yeah, sure, fine, whatever. That's the rumor anyway. Mm-hmm. When he talks about it, he says that he wrote the song. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I, I wrote that song for this and I didn't write it for these blah, 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 blah. So he, uh, the way that he f- frames it is that he wrote it. So I don't know. It's just really interesting because when, when you see shit like this, uh, it really 
just kind of shows you how artificial all of this stuff is. Yeah, yeah. And how quickly people will, they, they just, they, they, I hate to do the, you know, the left and the right are, are just as bad as each other because they're not. But <laughs> I do feel like there are a lot of people who are hypocritical. They share hypocrisy. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. And and this this guy. Are you saying there are bad people on both sides? <laughs> I would never say that there are bad people on both sides, even if there are bad people on both sides. This guy is the perfect example of just showing you how quickly. Uh, how tribal it is yeah that oh he's on our side actually now he's on our side this song's actually really good like dude he's not on anyone's side yeah this 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 guy he's just listen i don't know him personally obviously so i'm not gonna talk about his morals or or who he is as a person but to me looking at all the evidence seems like he just wants to be a pop star like everybody else sure seems like this organization or this writer or this label approached him with the explicit uh, intent to be like, we can make you a star. Yeah. And then, uh, and he was, he's, he's been, he, he, he took it and ran with it. And then, you know, being, playing the both sides of it thing was actually kind of smart. Cause now it's like, he's just a poor working guy. Yeah. He doesn't really care about politics at all. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but that's not really the subject matter of the song. Republicans though, right? buy sneakers too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So pull a Jordan. I don't know where we kind of go from here. It's interesting to see because like we said at the top of the show, he's now at the 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 precipice of this whole thing, which is appearing on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. That is going to explode his profile even more than it already was. Sure. sure. But I wonder because at the end of the day, it's not like a bunch of liberals are going to go out and buy up a bunch of country records. Unless your name is Jason Isbell, Sturgill Simpson. <laughs> sure. Or uh, Chris Stapleton, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. After that. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like outlaw country. And then a bunch of hipsters can pretend like or really pop. they care about that. Really pop country, I feel like, kind of. Liberals bridges. listen to that. Really? I don't think so. You don't think? Pop country? Yeah. Hell no. I think pop country is the worst offender of that kind of I I'll say the 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 uh maybe the one one difference maker in this entire thing the one exception is uh Shania Twain. Everyone listens to Shania Twain. Sure. Dolly Parton? I agree. Dolly Parton to me but they, these these are artists who I think they're kind of grandfathered in. If you think about new Willie Nelson country, that's outlaw country though. It's true. Hipsters love themselves some hot loud country. That's true. I think it's true. If you think about new pop country, the kind of stuff that they like, the way that they represent themselves. Yeah, man. The the I mean, it's very clear that they're you know don't kneel while the anthem's playing. <laughs> sure, sure. Don't burn yeah, yeah. the flag, kind of people. You but know. they like their bling bling too. Yeah, right. Mm. Oh, they love listening to their rap music. Yeah, yeah. You ever just sit down and, and, and listen to some of that stuff? No. I do. Sometimes I do. Sometimes if like if my radio's not working or something for whatever reason, or my, my Bluetooth rather, mm-hmm. I, I'll switch it to either, you know, I'll K- find the salsa, I find the salsa station or I find <laughs> the country station. Uh-huh. And it's like, man, some of that stuff is really, really not good. Yeah. You know? 
It's true. Like really, it's true. Really bad. Yeah. Just, just. I'm and normally like I will apologize for most, most kinds of music, even if I don't like them because I know there's an audience out there for it. Mm. But the, the lack of care, the clear lack of care and quality in in those songs, bothers me to an extent that very few other genres can. Yeah. So I have heard. I, I don't want people to call me out now and say, oh, you haven't even listened to it. Because I have. I yeah. actually have. I just don't seek it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's for that reason. Yeah. You got to seek it out sometimes and just like live just in it know. for a minute. Just to know. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I'll turn on the radio and listen to like the rap station and, and be like, this is this is, this is is bad, bad in a different yeah, yeah. way. Of, of course. You know? All of it. All of it is bad in, in its own way. Sure. Pop. Like pop stations are not good. Generally, you turn yeah. on like pop stations and you hear like Imagine Dragons or like you know some some unknown DJ or or some pop singer who you're like they 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 have, they have how many hit songs how mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. sold how many records who is this by person? going higher 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 did you turn on the Irish station Irish uh, <laughs> how did you even get that that's just strange yeah they got a really big antenna it's a very it's not big the size antenna. of the antenna it's yeah. how much stations it can pick up it's true yeah <laughs> right yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's what they say so don't don't listen to this and think like i'm just we're just shitting on country music it's all bad in its own way yeah country music though pop country is is, is bad in a special way it's true i well and i think it's because <clears throat> the vast majority of it just is so repetitive and it's so like it's so incestuous within itself. Like it is. What's incestuous? <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's from Alabama, baby. Um, no, nah, it's it's just so derivative of everything that it that has come before it. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's like okay, yeah. Let's let's add an acoustic guitar to a trap beat. Yeah. Talk about our truck. Ugh. I know it's a cliche, but like. It's that. It's heartbreak. It's it's all the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. And I know people point the finger at rap music and saying, "Oh, that's the same thing too." Oh, I was talking about how many gold chains you have, or uh, you know, how many people you shot. Yeah. Okay, but like at least there's like, first of all, in my humble opinion, a better sound yeah. a more diverse sound. Yeah. And on top of that, there I think is a a, a far wider breadth within hip hop than there is in country music. Yeah. You've talked about the Jason Isbell's in there, the, you know, Sergio Simpsons and such. They exist, but I feel like that in itself has kind of become its own thing where I feel like Danny Brown could make a banger track that could work on the radio. Right. You know? Right. And right. sure, there's like experimental rap music that could be considered its own thing outside of like trap or pop, hip hop. But at the same time, you have artists like. I don't know, even like Jay-Z that can make 444 that has substance in it, yeah. but can also get on the radio. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I haven't heard that personally from a pop country artist. Yeah. So if somebody can point me in that direction, I'd be more than happy to, to listen. But at least from my admittedly sparse research yeah. into pop country, it, you know. Well, it, listen, we heard Try That in a Small Town. I think that's all we really need It's to true, yeah. That's all we need yeah. to hear. After that, that has real real depth. Went number one. It did. Sure did. You guys let it go number one. So yeah. don't look at us and say, like, oh, that's not a good represent- representation of country music. Well, you allowed it to go number one. 
Oh no, they. I mean, I feel like country fans in general love that song. Yeah. Oh, that was the other big thing that blew up Facebook too. <clears throat> Try that in a small town. I, I saw a lot of a lot of uh, uh, former classmates from high school. Oh God. Posting it and, and the comments underneath were, you know, a lot of people say this is uh, offensive, but I don't get it. I just don't get it. <laughs> I, I think I think this is a good message for everyone. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you try that in a small town. Sure. We will beat you to death. <laughs> we'll lynch you. Man, I, I dog, I, <laughs> those pictures of Jason Aldean that I saw. Oh, that he looks tiny, bro. Bro, if I knew that's what he looked like in real life, there was a lot of low angles in that video, so I think that's what saved him from. Can looking you imagine tiny? a dude looking like that in real life and threatening you? Mm, yeah. Try that in a small town. You are a small town. <laughs> he can't fit in anywhere else. He's from the <laughs> right. Munchkin land. Where else are you going to try it? You get lost in a Try that in a small town. A <laughs> 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 lollipop kill. Uh huh. Try that in a little small, small town. town. With a scowl. See <laughs> <laughs> how far you make it. <laughs> From that, he's from South America with the Oompa Loompas. Oh God, <laughs> that <laughs> island or whatever. Yeah, Oompa Loompaville. Somewhere off the coast of South America, that was like uh, somewhere uh, across India. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only in the new one. Wherever Vivek is from. Yes. All right. That's racist. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was bad. Sorry, that one was bad. <laughs> I was trying to take a dig at him and. Uh -huh. Uh, trying to inject him into that. Uh, yeah. No. Didn't land. Mm -mm. Didn't land. <laughs> you're lucky you're brown. <laughs> yeah. I am Indian. Yeah. There is that. Can I just say racist things about Indians? No. But. I mean. There's a level to it. I have Indians I'll, in my family. I'm talking about my own family members. A lot of West Indians are very racist about. Yeah. Other West Indians. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. What does that mean? What does that say about me? That it's just like it just trickles down. Maybe, yeah. Even though I, like, I can't stop it. Yeah. Sorry. Right. I mean, Caribbeans in general are pretty racist. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Colorist for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Try that on a small island. <laughs> See how far you make it off the boat. <laughs> uh, did we have something else after that? Um. I don't think we do. I think oh, that's. God. I think that's all we. I think that's all we had, buddy. Oh God! I mean, it is like super. Uh, like, like it, it it works in the same vein as any other country pop song. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just what's funny about it is you could just rearrange the lyrics and have just another generic. <laughs> country pop song right sure yeah so you just take that same melody the same bridge the same change in key in the third verse and then just change the subject matter and it's like what difference would it make sure you know he just decided they pr approached him with this song and he was like yeah all right I'm successful enough that I can court this controversy or maybe he didn't even think that there was going to be any controversy maybe he maybe he thought like well, the people who listen to me will like this, and yeah. then that'll be the end of the conversation. There's no way he thought 
he was gonna explode like this, right? He I mean, couldn't have because the song comes out and it took like three months before while, even yeah. anybody gave a fuck. Sure, I think, I think he had to have hoped that it would blow up, though, right? I mean, you always hope, right? Yeah. You always hope that it blows up, good or like, bad, because clearly it made him a ton of money. Yeah, and he didn't back down. To his credit, he didn't back down publicly. Privately, he backed down. I was going to say, changed he changed a ton he, of shit. He kind of did. He backed down privately. We talked about that when it came out, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he made everyone upset by his response, but nobody cared at that point because he was still canceled right. by uh, CMT and whatnot. Right. So, right. you know, that that was enough for whatever he said. It didn't really matter because he was still a canceled artist. Yeah. I mean, even if the people at CMT liked the song, awarding him with anything... Or playing the video over and over and again is like an implicit agreement sure. with the subject matter of the song. Yeah. And if you've got a bunch of people going, yeah, it sounds like that song's about lynching. <laughs> CMT's probably like, hey, you the know song's what? a little lynchy. <laughs> it's, a little, <laughs> it's a little David Lynchy. Yeah. And they're like, you oh, know I what? wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, <laughs> can you imagine? Try that in a small town directed by David, David Lynch. David Lynch, oh my God. Did you see the. The, the PlayStation commercial? Oh, I yeah. Mean, what the uh, Unbelievable. Fuck? So crazy. I loved it, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's PS2, right? It's yeah. It's a PS2 commercial. And it David just, Lynch directed it. Yeah. It had, like, I, it's, I mean, he's just, he's so good at stuff like that, that, like, I'm compelled to sit there and, and just try to understand what I'm watching. <laughs> and then sometimes knowing David Lynch and, like, knowing him, knowing, like, what, I, what we know about him. Sure. Sometimes it could be like he's just fucking with people yeah. and just going, this is entertaining to me. This would be funny to just have this like disembodied head float into the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe there's a meaning behind or it. Or could Who mean knows? a lot. Yeah. And you just got to fucking love that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Fucking he he makes Lynch. visual Rubik's Cubes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And sometimes there's pieces of that Rubik's Cube missing. You yeah. don't know until you try it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's great. Oh, yeah. I love that guy. All right. That's enough. Okay. You know, Jason Aldean. Like, okay. he, he, we, we talked for, what, 10 minutes about some fucking sucker? Ugh! Fuck that guy. That Fuck guy. that guy. Well, I mean, it's, it's just funny because you see what people's priorities are as far as, like, this whole cancel culture thing. Right. Uh, when you see Jason Aldean, and then also you see before him Morgan Wallen. Right. Who became, like... He did gangbusters after yeah. the N-word thing. He's still doing. Still doing gangbusters. Right. And I mean, to at least to his credit, he was popular before that, but he became far more popular after he said the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... That's so funny. I mean, think about what you just said. I know. And I often do think about that. <laughs> and wonder how people can be like, there's nothing racist about it. Yeah. You know? Guy made a mistake. Made a mistake. Now he wants to support him. Yeah. He made a mistake. I think that people... People, they feel like they're doing, they're doing some kind of service by going or like protest. Yeah, but by flipping the protest on its head and sure. saying like, no, 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 he made a mistake. You have to. We have to be a country in which people make mistakes and they can be forgiven. And I. You know, for the record, I do believe that people can make mistakes and then be forgiven sure. for those things. I just think that those mistakes scale, right? And yeah. certain mistakes are bigger than other mistakes. Yeah. And if you are one of these people who's like, words don't hurt and words only have meaning that you give to them, yeah, 
And I give meaning to certain words that I... Why can't I say it? <laughs> you know? And it's not just saying those words. It's, it's one thing if you're... Like, I, I see... Sometimes I see, like, young people get in trouble for, like, rapping a song. And they say the N-word in the song. And I'm like, all right. But they're 15 years old. They just... They yeah. said the N-word in a, in a rap song. It's like, I, I just don't have the energy to be upset with a child over no. something like that. You, no. They learn their lesson, especially when they go viral and everybody beats the shit out of them. It's like, they're a kid. Yeah. Okay, they got it. All right, right, fine. You don't have to label them as a Nazi for the rest of their lives. Right, right. But somebody like PewDiePie, for instance. <laughs> yeah. I just got reminded of, the, of this the other day because somebody like posted, you know how these weird Twitter pages keep popping up about stuff like that. And it was this pay, It was this thing where it was like PewDiePie is a good example of, of, of like a guy who, you know, made a bunch of money, went through controversy, came back stronger than ever, blah, blah, blah. And then a bunch of people in the comments were like reminding other people what the controversy was. Yeah. And, you know, I rewatched the clip again and it's just like that kind of stuff to me, it's not it's not like he slipped up and said something. It's indicative he, of he, who he is. He said it in the Hulk Hogan sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's and it's stuff like that. That's that's part of the reason why. That is the reason why I'll go to my grave. I, I want my family to put fuck Hulk Hogan on my gravestone <laughs> because it's indicative of who he is as a person. He didn't make a mistake. No. In private, he said those things. Right. Which means in private, he was saying those things. Yeah. While having you know a lot of black coworkers at the time. Right. And forever, and having this this pristine uh image in the public eye right. of being the all-american good guy mm -hmm. you know same thing with morgan wallen morgan wallen said that shit drunk thinking that he's just in his neighborhood and nobody's nobody's gonna know nobody's gonna hear him yeah doesn't know that he's being recorded sure. and then all of a sudden it's like i made a mistake i would never do that and blah 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 and we're supposed to just believe that he's not the person that he showed himself to sure. be when he didn't think cameras were on him right and then you get people like Lil Durk who are like, hey, he's fine by me. And it's like, I don't give a fuck what Lil, Bur Lil, Lil Durk thinks. Right. His opinion on this does not matter. What do you think? Like, you just parade around black people and the, go, hey, he said it's okay, so now it's fine. The Lil Durk black monolith. Yeah. Dude. This is, and it's the same thing with fucking Hulk Hogan. You know, I think I think it was Mark Henry. It was either, I think it was Mark Henry. They're going to say Hamill for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Hamill said it's okay. And since Luke said it's okay, then that's... It's got to be all right. No, some of the black wrestlers forgave Hulk Hogan. And I'm like, all right, good for them. Sure. What I don't have to. to yeah, that doesn't mean that I have to. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's just, just like mistakes scale. Yeah. And it, so if it... And context matters. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. So at the end of the day, like, you, you can... We are a country that should be... Uh, uh, we should be forgiving people for mistakes, but sometimes mistakes. Sometimes the consequences of those mistakes are well, you don't get to do the thing anymore. Yeah, because that was a pretty big mistake. Sure, and it depends, like you said, on or, the context. Or you can do the thing, but I'm not going to support you in doing that thing anymore. Right, and you just have to live with the fact that you lost a big portion of your fan base because because of what you did. Right, and we it's, all it's don't not... have to just wake up and be like, all right, it's fine. It's been long right. enough, and that doesn't make that person a victim. Right. That it those are the consequences of your actions. Right. I think Louis CK is a pretty good example of that too. Like Louis yeah. is now still he's selling out arenas, yeah. Madison yeah, Square Garden. He's doing fine. He's doing fine. He doesn't have what he had. 
Right. You know, he lost his show. He lost a ton of money. Right. Um, and a lot of respect, I'm sure, from a lot of people. <laughs> right. But, um, you know, he's he's back. He's doing fine. People can forgive him. Uh, the victims can say they forgive him or don't forgive him. Sure. For what really ma- like that, but that's the only thing that really matters. Right. And so uh, now he has to live with the fact that, like, you know, he doesn't get to be a critical darling anymore. Yeah. He doesn't get to have a show like Louie and have every media publication fall over themselves to suck him off. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, you just don't get that now. I'm sorry, jack him off. Jack him off. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, and he asked. And he asked. <laughs> Sherry but, just groaned in but, the background. <laughs> but he still sells out Madison Square Garden. So, yeah. you know. There's still an audience out there, yeah. Right. And that's really, that's all that matters, mm-hmm. I guess. People gonna do what they gonna do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gonna do the cheers of the week? Yeah. Alright. Well, kids, you know what time it is. It's time for the cheers of the week. What time it is? It's time for the cheers of the week. Obi, start us off, my man. My cheers of the week goes to football. Football. American football. Damn it. Yeah. Hand egg. Hand egg. Uh, we're it's back. <laughs> yeah, we're on the precipice, baby. <clears throat> I can't wait. Um, can't wait. Yeah, I mean, I think this season, especially for me, I'm I'm just really jazzed because, uh, you know, we got a new QB for the Jets. This is fucking ridiculous. A new QB that's an old QB. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. You know, I guess you you root for a team long enough, you endure endure long enough, and then and then you get. The greatest QB to just fall on your lap. That's fine. One of the goats, yeah. I guess that's how it goes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what the Jets can do with Aaron Rodgers, or rather what Aaron Rodgers can do with the Jets. Yeah. Um, been been keeping up with the uh, the old Hard Knocks doc. Yeah. Uh, all about the Jets, was, which has been a dream come true for me. All pretty convenient. Personally. Um, and then, uh, of course, the, the UCF Knights joined the UCF Big Knights. 12 conference. Yeah. First game coming up. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just really excited that we're here again, man. I've been waiting a long time, waiting a long time. Yep. So yeah, yeah. I, uh, I want to get some cheap beer. Yeah. I want to get some greasy food. Hell yeah. And I want to put the TV as loud as I can go. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. So it'll be you ready f- for that, Sherry. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Sundays are no longer yours. Uh-uh. Oh, oh, rough. what? That's what for, you guys watch on Sundays for ninety day fiance. Oh, yeah, we don't have. Well, there's cable. Monday night football, so there is Monday night. Sorry football. about that. And there's also Thursday night football. It's true. And some games are being played. Some games are being played on Saturdays too. So Monday, Thursday, Sunday, yes. And college football goes from like Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. Yeah. So you know, you never know. So, yeah, it's just you never know. You really got Tuesday. It's a full, it's a full week of football, baby. Yeah. Okay, so football is back and we're all excited, (laughs) right? Yeah. Right. What? Wait all day for a Sunday night or Monday night. Waited all all week? She waited all day for a Sunday night? All day for a Sunday night. That's all she waited? She was just one day she woke up? She woke up on Sunday and was like, I could really really go for a Sunday night. (laughs) That's... In fact, 
I prefer to wake up early and watch the one o'clock games. Yeah. Sunday night game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> next week, right? It, uh, I think so, yeah. starts next week? I believe. Or the week after next. Uh, I was looking at my wrist like I had a watch on. <laughs> I don't. The 9th? Uh, Jets play on the 11th. We I know that because it's 9-11. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, oh, they're, they're playing the Monday night game. Yeah. So, yeah, it is the 9th. <coughs> All right. Next week. Next week. Next week. Oh, and uh, FSU's playing in, yep. o- in Orlando. Yep. And they're playing LSU. Uh, LSU. Yeah. Big time. Big stuff. game. Big time. Big start. Right here. Big start. This is huge because they're, uh, uh, they got their preseason rank was eighth. Mm-hmm. So they put them in the top 10. It's big time. And uh, we beat LSU, and uh, sky's the limit. Yeah. For old Seminole. It's a good start. The Knowles. The Knowles. All right, you ready to get bummed out? Okay. <clears throat> My cheers of the week is going to Wyndham Rotunda, mm. better wise known as Bray Wyatt. If you if you know the show, you knew you probably had an idea that this was coming. Yeah. I don't know if I've talked about it on the show or not, but we've definitely talked about it personally. Yeah. That he's. Probably my favorite current wrestler. Um, passed away last week. Heart complications, I guess. I mean, there was rumors that he was dealing with a life-threatening condition mm-hmm. while he was away. Yeah. And I, I guess apparently this is the life-threatening condition. I don't supposedly, want to speculate on that. He's, he's supposedly sick. Yeah. And, he was, um, and and, and uh, had a heart attack. In his sleep. Very tragic stuff. Yeah. Bray Wyatt as a as a wrestling mind. I mean, if 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 you follow wrestling, then you've probably already seen the thousands of people eulogizing him. This would be a thousand and one. <laughs> <laughs> he was a genius. He had a wrestling mind that transcended all eras. He understood what was entertaining. He understood risk taking. Uh, he, he just he I mean he was just to me he was good. He was so good at all facets of of what it means to be good at professional wrestling. Yeah. He he his characters were so fleshed out and and fully developed. I loved his wrestling style. Like watching him in the ring, he's like really talented for his size to be that big and to be able to move that the, the way that he did. Uh, you know, top ten on the mic. He was he, he cut a promo with the best of them. I mean, knew how to reinvent himself, even when people weren't like feeling certain things. And I, by the way, I don't I don't want to be this guy, but I'm gonna be this guy. <laughs> okay. I fucking loved everything that he did. Yeah. There was not a thing that he that he came out with that I wasn't a fan of. The fiend, mm-hmm. the 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 like Cape Fear stuff that he was doing in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Even when he came back and he was like, you know, sincere guy yeah. and he's like I love the fans and all that shit. I was like I fucking just want him <laughs> on my TV all the time. Yeah. He was so good. And when he re- when he when he wrestled uh um Undertaker at WrestleMania, I thought I thought that they should have instead of having Brock 
beat the streak. I think it should have been either Randy Orton, like, you know, 20 years ago. If they weren't going to do it with Randy Orton, then you give it, you do it with somebody who's going to continue that yeah, legacy. Yeah. Carry forward. And Bray Wyatt is the only guy in the entire industry, I believe, who could believably do something like The Undertaker, which is to stay in kayfabe and do a character like that that yeah. was dark and weird and gothic and all those things that like don't normally happen he was the only guy who was good enough in all facets of wrestling to keep that character going and to make it successful yeah so suffice to say it's a tragic tragic loss uh for wrestling for you know his family obviously and uh for the fans so agreed rest in peace bray wyatt mm-hmm. all right we got it i think we do well before we get out of here you know what we got to do last but not least we got to review these brewskis <laughs> tonight's beer was from the sideward brewing it was the 10 degree check lager the ghost pig ghost pig obi what you think I love it. It's very drinkable. Uh, has a little bit of that bitter kick. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think it uh, has enough flavor that it satisfies you and keeps you coming back for more. Uh, I'm going to give it a five. I think it's it's very, very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when, when Sideward does Pilsners and Lagers and the like, this is the story of it. This is really <laughs> good. Czech style lager, mm-hmm. big fan of this. They should do more of these. Yeah, um, I'm also gonna give it a five. Crispy, crispy, boy. light, a little bitter. Mm-hmm. Very good Czech style pills. So agreed. Five out of six, unanimous, magnanimous, magnanimous. You think we got it? I know we got it. All right. Well, then Vobi says we got it. Then let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer In podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have yourself a beautiful evening. We love you. <laughs>